Rookie receiver Romeo Dubs has been the breakout star the first two days of training camp. And sure, it's just the first two days of training camp. But I thought it would be fun to take a summer Friday and a rookie orientation and mix them together to give you an understanding of where Romeo Dubs came from, what he was in college, and what he can be in the NFL, talking to someone who covered him in college. You are locked on Packers. I feel like we can run the table. Really Your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Rodgers gets out. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Floats it. Your team. Oh. Every day. Touchdown. You are locked on Packers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I'm Peter Bukowski and I cover the Packers for The Leap. A newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. You can follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet. And the show for fans who know what happened, they want to know why and how. Kirsten Moran from Nevada Sportsnet joins us today to talk about Romeo Dubs, who has been a standout. He was terrific in the spring. He has been terrific in the first two days of training camp, albeit, yes, just the first two days. But Alan Lazard looks like he is going to be in line to be the number one. After that, we don't know what's going to happen. That means guys like Sammy Watkins, Christian Watson, Amari Rogers, Romeo Dubs, Randall Cobb are all in the mix to be that number two pass catching option. Of course, Aaron Jones could get in the mix as well. So, We haven't done a rookie orientation on Romeo Dubs yet. We still have more of these to do, but we've just, there's been so much going on. We haven't had a chance to get to some of them. So I thought this would be the perfect time to go inside and figure out, okay, who is this kid? He is humble. He is soft-spoken. He is not braggadocious. He is not a lot of the things we come to think of in the modern receiver. He is just very much go about my business. You know who was like that? Devontae Adams. Now, I'm not going to say that Romeo Dubs is going to be Devontae Adams, but the Packers have been very lucky that a lot of their star players, and especially their star receivers, have not been the kind of star receivers that we have seen around the league. Jordy Nelson was not like that. Greg Jennings was not like that, although I understand the perception has changed for a lot of fans, but he was not like that in Green Bay. Donald Driver was not like that, and Devontae Adams is not like that. They are not The me first guys, they're not out there trying to chase cloud on Instagram. They are about their business on the field. They are team guys. And that's not even shade at anyone else who's doing those things because a lot of those guys are really good players. Jamar Chase is an awesome player. Some of the best receivers in the league, they're a little bit more outgoing. They're a little bit more uh, you know, chatty on the field. Devontae Adams now became that guy where he was, he became so good and, and got so confident, which he deserves, that all of a sudden now he gets to talk a little trash. And maybe that will be the sort of ascension we see from Romeo Dubs. But I wanted to find out. I wanted to find out what the story was with this kid. And so I sought it out. Before we get to that conversation, Today's episode brought to you by our friends at BetOnline. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check on all your betting needs. Find your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. They've got baseball right now. NFL preseason games, going to be here before you know it, like a week. Uh, NBA futures, NHL futures, golf is happening. There's 
Combat Sports Bet Online is the top place to get all of your bets on for all of those things. Go to the website or use your mobile device to learn more about the bets and action. Bet Online, where the game starts. Joining me now from Nevada Sportsnet to give you a little insight on the Packers' breakout star of training camp, really. I know it's just two days, but he is the breakout star, Romeo Dubs. And it's Kirsten Moran. Kirsten, it is great to be with you. Thank you so much for for coming on the show. And even even his name, we were joking before we came on, there was some controversy over how it was pronounced. You and I are still not 100% sure we know. And part of that is because he is a a soft-spoken, very um, humble person. Before we get to the player, what, what were your first impressions of Romeo Dubs, the guy? Uh, Peter, thank you so much for having me. And yes, we joked so much about just his last name because his entire career that I've been covering him at Nevada, I've been calling him Romeo Dubs, only to find out just recently in the press introductory press conference that he had with the Green Bay Packers that he said Dobbs. Somebody corrected him and asked him again and said Dubs. So who knows what it is, Romeo, if you're watching this by any means, I'm going to call you Dubs because you've never corrected me in the past. But Romeo is the kindest sweetest person that you would almost never expect from a wide receiver. Wide receivers, not to say that they're not nice, but they have this diva character to them. And he is by no means that. He is just a quiet person. And when I first met him, it was two or three words. What's up? Hey. And so you really have to, he's like an onion. You have to, there's lots of layers. And in order to get him to just feel comfortable and talk to you, you have to be able to build that trust with him. Romeo is that type of person. Instead of just giving you the trust right away, you have to be able to build that from him. And so when I started to cover him at Nevada, I made sure to do just that by talking to him every single practice and checking in on him and saying, Hey, how are you? How's your family? How's schoolwork going? And with that, I was able to do a featured interview and sit down with him and just talk to him about his home life and where he comes from. And to know him, you have to know his backstory. I mean, Romeo fell in love with the game of football at four years old and because of his older brother, Jermaine. And Jermaine um, went on to play indoor football. He also played college football, but he played indoor football for the San Diego Strike Force team and tore his ACL. And so Romeo doesn't take this game for granted one bit. He knows how fast the game can be taken away from you and just the sweetest guy. He he was a star player at Nevada, but Nevada's not LSU. It's not um, Alabama. So you, you have to earn it. And he was a three-star recruit. This is someone who has, at every point in his career, had to find a way to stand out. He did that. I thought he fell in the draft um, a little bit unfairly based on his talent. I think part of that was because of he had that that injury in the pre-draft process, ran late, and teams are often hesitant to move guys that late in the process. When when you first saw him play, you mentioned getting to, to talk to him after practice. What was the the part of his game that stood out to you at first the most? I think it's just his ability always to get open. I mean, if you just look at everything that he was able to do for the Wolfpack, he was an exceptional deep threat for them. And in his final two seasons, you just look at everything that he did with quarterback Carson Strong. I mean, he led all FBS players in his deep receiving yards against single coverage between 2020 and 2021. 
He ranked um, first among FBS receivers in deep receiving touchdowns with 15, including five of them at least 50 yards in it during his junior junior season. He's just he t- takes the game to a next level, and he's not the guy that is going to give you that huge touchdown dance that everybody's looking for. He's so laser focused on the next play and just being able to get open, even when guys are covering him to a crazy amount of level. I do remember thinking back to one game in particular. Um, it was the San Diego State game, and he got a ball, and he he had. They said that both of his feet weren't in, and so you look at. Those plays, he takes to heart and he goes home and he analyzes every single play. So for me, just watching Romeo Dubs, it's his ability to get open compared to anybody else. Yeah, and and he had a highlight play uh, earlier this week where he went up and over Eric Stokes on a, on a back shoulder throw. He he's not this this incredible physical specimen. Um, you know, he's not this this monster guy, but he he's slippery and finds ways to get open. What what do you what did you hear? What have you heard from his teammates, his coaches, people around him about what what do they say about him? I was just at Media Days for the Mountain West, and his former coach, Jay Norvell, who's now at Colorado State, said that Romeo currently comes to his house all the time. And he says that after after whether it's, you know, not while he's training, obviously, in Green Bay, but when he has the chance to, he comes and he spends time with his family. He's just a genuine person and really, really cares about the relationships that he does have. He really holds on. He holds on to them. If you look back at just his time growing up, and I'm not sure that too many people know this, he was actually a quarterback in high school. And the smallest kid, if you Google and look up on YouTube, Romeo Dubs, you will see his high school highlights. And they're just hilarious to know how far he's come and how much he's grown. But looking at where he grew up and just a lot of the kids that he grew up playing Pop Warner with ended up getting into growing up and in, in becoming in gangs. And he says that looking just at where they are in life and where he is now. And one of his best friends who we played Pop Warner with Jordan passed away in 2020 because of an altercation with and gangs. And so he said that it's just, I've just learned so much from watching all of that. He just knew and seeing his brother Jermaine and what he went through and knowing he's like, that's not the life I want. So he cherishes the ones that are close with him. And for example, he also lived with quarterback Carson strong and tight end Cole Turner, who's now on Washington's team. And, and the three of them, they are, were, they were called the three amigos. They spent every waking moment together. They were li- living at home together and then on the field together, whether there was practice or not. And Romeo was always the quiet one, whether he was playing video games or practicing football, but nothing like, who's never looking to get in trouble. It wasn't the girl scene. And I'm going to, I want the attention. It wasn't the social media. I mean, he would, I remember even joking with him being like, you don't even follow me back on Twitter. (laughs) He was like, I don't. And he just, he doesn't care about any of that. He just, he's so focused on becoming somebody that he knows he can be in the game of football. And like, that's, that's where his mentality lies. It's so funny. I want to go back to something you said earlier when you talked about not not celebrating and being so focused on the next play because he had a touchdown, the, the one I mentioned, Derek Stokes. And most receivers, they would have, they would have said something, right? They would have, they would have chirped a little bit. They would, or they would have celebrated with their teammates. And he didn't. He came back to the huddle. He got dapped up by Aaron Rodgers, Matt LaFleur. But that was it. And it was on to the next play. And he was asked about it afterward. And he said, I was focused on the next play. I don't. I try not to get too high and too low because I know 
He said, I, I made a couple grab nice grabs in practice today. I know tomorrow I might not. And so he he tries to stay even keeled like that. Was that was that it's clearly something that um, he's had with him since college? Um, how do, where do you think that comes from with him? That has to me looking at just knowing him as a person and knowing his background. I think that just comes from just wanting to always stay humble. He's just had so much crazy stuff in his life. And it, it's, it's sad. I was talking to a colleague earlier today, how we say that it's so the norm that you see football players struggle in their younger years. And then they come out and have all the success in the NFL. And it's just, Oh, that player had a troubled, you know, upbringing and it is what it is. That's a story that everybody hears, but it still should be celebrated no matter how many times it happens. And for Romeo, he was never the, the kid, even on coach Norvell's team that wanted to be somebody that he had all the attention from. I mean, he never got, and he didn't want to do the interviews after the game and the SIDs never gave us him. And so to be able to go and get an interview with him towards the end of his season was like, wow, he trusts me. He respects that I'm not going to put something maybe controversial out. And that's the hard part now where he's almost going into is because you see some of these receivers make this the media in a negative light. And, and Romeo is like, no, no, I don't want to do anything to bring negative attention to me. And not only that, because he wants to represent his family in a good light too. So it's it brings me so much joy to see how far he's come and he's shining and still keeping that humble mentality because some of the kids that get drafted, they're all about you. I mean, you see it. You're, they're all about the, the fandom and the stardom and the I've got drafted. But Romeo is just like, no, he's all about his business. And I think that's something that is going to serve him well with Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers, you know, he had a, he had a quote that that got picked up a lot this spring. That was, I want production, not potential. Well, we, we've seen this kid produce already on the field. The relationship with Carson Strong, I'm always fascinated, receivers and quarterbacks, because sometimes they're friends out of necessity, and sometimes they're friends because they're actually friends. It sounds like, um, especially given his work ethic and his attitude, his mentality, the preparation that he puts in, um, that, that he would be the kind of person that would get along with, with Aaron Rodgers be on the lookout for quotes about about Romeo Dubs from from Aaron Rodgers because that's when you know because he talked about it with Alan Lazard talked about it with Devontae Adams um, a lot of these receivers Rodgers is the first one to be like no no that kid's got it how do you think um, that building that relationship with Carson Strong will serve him in the NFL when he's going to have to quick very quickly if he wants to play this year build a relationship with one of the best we've ever seen do this we actually just saw Aaron Rodgers at the American Century Celebrity Golf Tournament. And we asked him, we said, have you met Romeo Dubs? And what do you think of them? And he's like, I don't want to lie and say anything on camera. I've only met him once. And obviously practices hasn't started because that was a few weeks ago. Um, I think it's going to his relationship with Carson and how that chemistry is, is going to serve him well. And we talk about even here now, the players that live together with their teammates they often just have a chemistry that's 10 times better than anybody else, not just on the football field, on the baseball diamond, on the court for basketball. And so I think that for Romeo, although he's not going to be living, obviously, with Aaron Rodgers, I think that they both share this this quietness and this, I'm going to show you and prove it to you versus letting my voice do the talking. And I think for Rodgers, that also just brings this respect to Romeo that he's not about being this flashy receiver that we're so used to. 
So I think it's going to serve him well. I'm I'm excited to see how that those that duo plays out. I mean, having covered the 49ers and just the rivalry that the Niners and the Green Bay Packers have, I'm excited to see those two play out this year and see hopefully Romeo really just get his chance to emerge as one of their top receivers in Green Bay. I'm I'm kind of secretly hoping that if Romeo Dubs does play well, and I have a feeling he's going to, I, I've said a number of times, I think he is more pro ready than Christian Watson, who the Packers traded up in the second round to get. I think he's going to be better earlier in the season. I like, I, I kind of want him to get some of that FU swagger that Aaron Rodgers has, because as you mentioned, he, he is um, a, a different cat too. And so I would, I would love for someone like Romeo Dubs to, to find himself a little bit. It happened with Devonte Adams, who was just a very, Head down. I'm going to do my work and do my thing. And then he became one of the best receivers in the league. And now he's got a little bit more swag. He's 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 got that attitude which he has earned. And and I would love to see that for someone like Romeo Dubs. I don't know if it's in there. Maybe that's not who he is. I'm just saying I, I would love to see him find that level of confidence where he can be like, yeah, I belong here. And maybe a, a couple more weeks in training camp, playing the way that he has already, he'll maybe he'll turn it up a little bit. I don't know. If you talk to him you at, and you ask him about, he has like, if you talk to him about how important mental toughness is, he will tell you how much of his mental game he focuses on more than anything else. And so that's what I do love about just learning how Romeo perfects his craft is he's like, the mental game is the hardest part of it all. And so I think that there is that part of him that's hesitant to be flashy because he's like, no, 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 I can't steer away from what I know I should be doing because that's going to take me away from getting better. So I think it'll come. I think that once he knows he's good at it and, and can trust it because he still knows that he's the rookie on the team. He's got to build his way back up. He's got to prove himself. This is not Nevada. This is definitely not the Mountain West. And so this is this is the big stage. And so I think it'll come. I think it will take time. And I think he's just nervous because of everything that he's seen in the past, especially with his brother tearing his ACL. He's like, it's every play. He's like, I think about every play. Like he won't even... I mean, that was the big thing about, as you know, is looking at pro day and, and, and senior bowl and just seeing the stuff he did take part in, he didn't take part in. And that was just because he knew that he was like, I don't want to risk anything. I'm not going to just go out there just to prove something when I know I've already proven it. So I think he's just careful. I, I, I loved what I saw on the field. And after this conversation and hearing more from him, I just think he is going to be the kind of player that Aaron Rodgers gravitates toward right away and and we're seeing it already already a little bit part of that is because christian watson is hurt but i think i think he is going to be one of the breakout stars of the preseason and might be one of those surprise rookie stars this season for the green bay packers uh kirsten this was so much fun thank you so much for for offering some insight i know even if you're a college football fan if you're in wisconsin or you're on the east coast nevada's on late oh my god i said nevada i said i, I told you i wasn't gonna say it and then i said it <laughs> Oh my goodness. Nevada is on late. And so you might not have seen Romeo Dubs play. People are going to get a chance to do that very soon. Kirsten, again, thank you so much. Peter, thank you so much for having me. Just, I don't, is it called, what do you guys call it? It's not Pack Nation. I don't, I don't, you, and that's funny. How about, how about Cheesehead Nation? Cheesehead Nation. Okay. So Cheesehead Nation, you are getting a good one in wide receiver Romeo Dubs. He is just as good as a person on the field as he is off the field. It's only in the beginning. All right. I want to thank Kirsten again for joining the show. Great to talk to her. Love that insight. Uh, Romeo Dubs is a fascinating player. And I was I was early on this 
I said, I think Christian Watson can become a superstar kind of player. He has that potential to be a superstar. There's like a two to 5% chance he becomes like AJ Green. But I don't think that will happen early. I don't think he will be the Jamar Chase, the Justin Jefferson, the, the even the Debo Samuel um, and, and ball out as a rookie. I think the guy who is most pro ready, who, who fits this offense right away, who can win as a route runner, who can win at the catch point, who can win with his feel is Romeo Dubs. And so I'm really excited to see more action with him. Thanks for making Locked On Packers your first listen. Now go make your second listen Locked On NFL. Our national NFL experts and insiders keep fans dialed in on the biggest stories and the latest news from around the league because an offseason doesn't equal a break in the action. All right, we're going to be back on Monday. More training camp to come and the Packers are going to be on the field in a preseason game before you know it. So we are going to have a ton to talk about. Go check out The Leap, a newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. Subscribe to us on YouTube. We all our shows are on YouTube, so go check us out. Some of you would prefer to listen to us on YouTube. Some people do both. Um, love you if you do that. Uh, follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers. And anytime you want to hit us up on the Locked on Packers fan hotline, you can do that. 920-341-3775. Stay Locked on Packers.